All right, everybody, welcome, welcome to the Slendry Podcast. I am your host, Denisia Austin, and I'm joined by my co-hosting, that's our new term for co-host husband, Anthony, and we are excited about today's broadcast as this episode features our first guest, and it is none other than Joshua Williams, owner of Jay Chappelle's Barber Studio in Florence, South Carolina. So I've known Josh for many years, but Tony has known him his whole life because they are first cousins. So welcome, Josh. Welcome, Josh. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah. I I I know she knows Josh as you know Big Josh. I've known Josh as Little Singing Josh and (laughs) Artistic Josh, and you know great, just a great person. Now businessman, entrepreneur minister all those types of things so super proud of you and I, let me stop here and say when i say singing i'm not just saying singer like everybody else knows somebody that kind of sings i mean when singers hear josh coming and singing they, they move out the way and said no he can he can really oh. really <laughs> sing so that kind of that kind of singing singing josh not from soccer we were talking mm-hmm. about singing josh <laughs> oh lord you too yeah, I'm gonna say him too. Him. No, it's yeah, it's in the band. Right. Yeah, he's him too. Don't give me all the glory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a it's different, it's different levels to it though, you know. It's different levels to it. <laughs> so well, Josh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your brand, Jay Chappelle. Awesome. Uh again, my name is uh, Joshua Williams and my brand is Jay Chappelle. So the name actually came from, uh, people ask me, where did I get the name Jay Chappelle? Jay Chappelle is actually uh, Jay for my name, you know, Joshua. And Chappelle is actually uh, my grandfather's, uh, my father's father's uh, name. So that's where I came up with the name Jay Chappelle. And um, I've been in business now about uh, three to four years. I'm a, I'm a I'm cosmetologist who actually specializes in barbering. And um, I specialize in upscale uh, services, anything you can think of when it has to do with, uh, you know, men's hair care and everything like that. And a, a different array of just multiple things and multiple specialties. So I just love what I do. I love what I do. So that's a little bit of, you know, off the top about my brain. You know, there's certain people have, are, are kind of talented in multiple things. You know, I didn't, I don't have that gift. I'm one of those people that I might have like one or two things <laughs> that I'm kind of good at. You seem to be someone who's just good at several different things. Right. You know, when did you first realize that you were just talented in multiple different areas? I mean, I know you are an artist. I know you do some design, you do some hair. Like, when did you realize you were so talented in all these different areas? That's a great question. I would say um, I think there's uh, people who have group, different group sets. And so, like, um, my, my talent uh, is anything having to do with uh, you know, anything being artistic and creative, I thrive in. I, I, I thrive when it comes to the art. So anything having to do uh, with, you know, anything visually, aesthetically, uh, creatively, that's my, that is my element. That is my um, forte. Like I do really well with things like that. And I found that early on, you know, when I was in school, I would be, you know, uh, I would be attracted to the arts, of course, like, you know, music and stuff like that. And now that's just turned into everything arts. Like uh, even, people wouldn't believe it but um you know people would ask what does you know barbering and interior design and stuff like that have to do with each other but it's it's the it's you know being visually artistic and visually creative like i can look at a space and i can say you know it's going to look like this after i finish and i can look at somebody's haircut and i can actually envision what it would look like after i finish so it's all it all uh, branches from like creativity and and being artistic and creative and stuff like that yeah that's funny. I gotta, I'm gonna, I gotta admit something here. I was, we were trying to come up with questions, and uh, mm-hmm. I, my wife was like, "Well, you know, he's good at interior design. He's good at this." And this. I was like, "Well, I don't know if we want to call it interior design." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I don't know. You, just, you, you know, you say interior design, cool, right? Let's go with it." I know you flex. You, you do that. Like we, we were talking about. And this is a couple of questions down the line here, but I'm gonna jump to it since we're talking about it. We've noticed that you know you post on your site, uh, on your website, a lot of different images about how you redesign and kind of just you know redo the whole space. You know what is it that you're trying to achieve when you're reimagining uh, and redesigning the space? Because the studio looked great, 
you know, when you Thank started. You. And I was like, wow, this is a nice space. And then all of a sudden, it was like, all right, I'm taking this wall and I'm tearing out the steel and stuff. And I'm like, what? Right, 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 right. So, um, I honestly, so uh, from a barber standpoint, um, I wanted to kind of re-envision the industry. Like, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, my barber studio would be anything like you've seen before. For instance, like the the other design before this one right here, it was more rustic. But I didn't want the the um I guess stereotypical barber, you know, where you see the the black and white tile floors, the blue yeah. and red, you know, you know that that pole and everything like that. I didn't want that. I wanted to um every element uh, again that came from that creativity. Like there are certain things that I know God gave me that was a gift of mine. So I was like, I even prayed about that. I was like, God. Give me an outlet where I can use everything, where I can use music, where I can use, you know, cutting hair, where I can use interior design. So in the barbering element, people like people are shocked the way it looks. But that's one of the things I pray for. I pray that I'd be able to use like interior design and, and, yeah. and like, uh, you know, being able to recreate the space, like all of that together. So I'm cutting, um, you know, still I, I haven't thrown away interior design like that's that's brought in here like music. Um, I have like a song out, you know, like a, a jingle for my own. Um, for my uh, product line and stuff like that. So everything is coming together. Like, um, again, it's, it stems from being artistically creative and things like that. Like, um, and so that's, um, that's probably where that comes from. Like, you know, the space, I, I wanted a, a totally different feel. I, I didn't want the ordinary barbershop and not, not that that's, there's anything wrong with that, yeah. but I'm a little bit different. So I wanted my space to be a little bit different too. That's a good, a good response. Cause I think it, it, when I was thinking about your space and even thinking about our conversation today, I was like, I wonder what kind of clientele you're really aiming right. for. You know, I would love the space. You know, I, I love the space. When I see it, I'm like, man, right. that shop was closed there. I'm in Ohio, you know, South Carolina, because I would love to just go there, sit down, and, you know, be a part of the ambiance, the music, and wow. the relaxing, all that stuff. Are you aiming right, right. to try to reach out to a certain, you know, clientele, or is it really just you trying to change? the whole view of what going to, a, the whole experience of what going to a barbershop you think is like? There's so much. Um, that's, that's, that's such a great question. Um, with that, I, I do aim, I guess, you know, with my experience, I wouldn't say a certain clientele, but I would definitely say a certain behavior. Like, um, yeah, so, I mean, you can be, you can be a business owner, you can be, you know, uh, upper lower middle class whatever it is but there's a certain there's a certain behavior there's a certain uh expectation when you come in here like um i don't care who it is i don't care what walk of life when you come in here there's a certain level of professionalism i bring to you and it doesn't matter who you are now definitely um if you look at my clientele they seem to be um you know the um you know entrepreneurs um working men uh you know all of my clientele is like really you know really good guys um but i, I don't know that I don't know that I really marketed it that way, but I think I think even with my pricing, my pricing, you know, my pricing is a little bit higher in the things I offer. So it seems to um, you know, draw those who really have really have um an understanding about quality and yeah. don't mind, you know, they don't mind uh, you know, paying more for a certain environment. Well, it's so not like a, um it's not a five dollar uh no. <laughs> 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 you know, we, 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 grew, we grew up with a little five with the five dollar, ten dollar every now and you know. Right. No. Yeah, it's, a exclusive. it's a little more exclusive. Right, right, right. And that's that's exactly what I say. Right. Exactly. That's that's <laughs> my whole mantra. Like that's what I say, like stay exclusive. Like um and that's I, I definitely wanna um I want it to be, you know, different. I I don't want to be the average guy. I don't want this space to ever be I mean, and this is my starting studio, so who's to say I won't move in a different space, but I want to, you know, I want to start out how I want to finish. So if I ever, you know, branch off or do anything else, I want to have started in the, you know, with the, um, with the mindset that I intend to finish with. Yeah. So I want to back it up a little bit because we talked a little okay. bit about, you know, you doing some of the interior design, um, you were doing that before yeah. you got started with Barbara. Right. So tell us what right. led to this transition into Barbara. This is the, this story is still dope to me. This story is amazing to me. So that's that's a great question. So I was not planning to be a barber. I did not intend on owning my own business. Nothing like that. I was, you know, um, you know, uh, y'all know my father had passed. And so I moved back. I moved back to be with my mom and my sister. And 
So I moved, you know, I ended up moving back in my family home because, um, you know, my father passed and I wanted to help out my mom and my sister. So very, very that, well respected pastor, I should say. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you so much. I miss him so much. Like, um, so I moved back to, um, you know, I moved back to Florence to actually be with my family. And so at that time I said, you know, what? I'm going to buy me a house. So being that I was into interior design, watch this. I was into, so I was looking for any kind of property. I was like, I don't care what it is because it doesn't have to like be in the best condition because I do stuff like that. So, um, I found me a, it was a kind of rundown property that, I mean, you know, people didn't, you know, people didn't really care for. I mean, nobody wanted it. It wasn't like people fighting me over this property. It was sitting for two years. Yeah. Nobody wanted it. Everybody was looking like, I mean, even when I went to look for it, she wouldn't even come in with me. She was like, you can go in. She was like, it's, it's horrible in there. I was like, well, keep saying that and I'm going to talk this price right on down. Thank you. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> I was agreeing. You right. It is terrible. It's terrible. But all the while I knew, I knew like, oh, I'm about to just, I'm about to make this so good. So anyway, so I bought the property to be my starter home. It was supposed to be my, um, you know, it's going to be a starter home. Uh, what, what, what we're in now, um, this space right here, this yeah. is actually, this was actually going to be like a master bedroom. Yeah. This is going to be the master bedroom. So this is going to be like my, um, you know, my starter home, master bedroom, you know, area, whatever. So I called one of my um, bros in because we were going to build like this dining room table. It was like, like going to be a, you know, people have rustic dining room tables and stuff like that. So um, we were going to build this table and like it was going to be like a really rustic look, but with some, you know, like um, some high end chairs. And so while we were building it, he was like, he was like, you know, this used to be a salon, right? I was like, yeah. And he was like, uh, he was like, you, you used to cut hair a long time ago, right? I was like, yeah, I don't really, you know, I don't really cut like that. But he was like, what if you, he was like, what if you didn't do this as a house? He was like, what if you just, you know, what if you just kept it as a salon and, you know, went to school? And I was like, no, thank you. Thank you so much. But how about help me with this table? How about help me do what you were supposed to do? Help me build this table. And stop trying to, I'm just And that one of those, God told me that you're supposed to be doing this. Listen. <laughs> you're like, no, no, that's not what he told me so, to do. Right, it's so crazy because God can send things your way, and how how you know how Scripture says one you know one uh plants one waters, but God gives an increase. So yeah. it's like that that situation. It was like He planted, yeah. He just planted the seed. I knew this was a salon, but I I, I was like, no, I, I I see it being a I see it being a home, and it would have been a nice. I'm telling you, like I love stuff like that. It'd have been a really nice house, but that seed was planted, and then I so I started talking, you know, just thinking about like. Okay, maybe I could be a business owner. I was 25 at the time. I'm 32 now. So it took a while. It took a while. People may think like, oh, he he, you know, came up overnight. No, this is, you know, this is way, this is this is years and years of preparation. But um, so when he planted that seed, I went and talked to my mom and talked to my bishop, and then I decided to, you know, go forth with it and I went to school and stuff like that. So crazy story, it's supposed to be a home, ended up being a business, and and you know, the rest is history. But it looks like a, it looks like a great home, you know, for a business. Right, right, <laughs> <laughs> right. Now you 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 of course took the next step. So you know that first thing was kind of happenstance. You you thought it was going to be a home, and it became a business. You know, you started right. this business, uh, you know, as a barber, and then you took another step. So you you started to you know create or develop your own product, your own product line. Right. How does that right, right. So, I wish I had a glamorous story about that, but it's really not glamorous, <laughs> like the first story. So, I don't have a real amazing story. So, yeah. actually, what happened is some of my clients, and that's the thing about you know, when you cater to you know, I guess higher end clientele who have been exposed to more than you have, it opens you to different you know different doors. Like um, so there there were clientele like coming to me from Charlotte, like um. That's about what what is it about one or two hours? I don't, I don't know, maybe two hours away from uh, Florence. And so one of uh one of my clients was saying uh one of my Charlotte clients he was saying, um you know he was like my barber in Charlotte has like a his own product line. He's like I could definitely see you doing something like that. He was like you specialize in things and you use great products. So he was like I I could see you with your own. And I and again again um that's why I cannot stress the um the importance of having people around you. Um, who, you know, who can see some things that you can't see. Yeah. Sometimes, like, just like I could not see, I, I could see the homeowner Joshua, but I couldn't see entrepreneur Joshua because I'd never done it. 
So I could see barber, but I couldn't see product line developer or product line owner too. It's it's crazy. Some of the things that you know, I wish I could take credit for. Um, they were just seeds that were sown, and some of the words that were spoken into my spirit. It's like I grabbed a hold to it, and like I just had to, you know, I had to run, and, and I couldn't see it for myself. But it's crazy how people can see things in you that you can't really see in yourself, and that's how the whole product line came about. I was specializing in in beards and everything, and knew everybody knew me for beard. Everybody yeah. knew me for beard, 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 and bald and bearded. Anyway, yeah. that's a whole different story. We'll get that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole different conversation. Right. We can open right. up that one too. As you, you can, can open up that door. I might have been I might have been hooked up by now. <laughs> come on, come on. So like so I was specializing in um beards and everybody was like, you know, hey, you specialize in beards. So I mean even you know, people see me as a barber, but my my um license was in cosmetology, so I knew about the the chemistry of things. I knew about the you know like anatomy and and you know like the uh, just the science of hair. So so uh, everything like I implemented, you know, using using it on my clients before with other products. I was like, I'm gonna um, develop, develop my own. You know, all of my products are um, organic, vegan formula, no um, sulfates, um, which are you know like uh, chemicals that could, you know, hurt your skin and harsh, you know, um, you know, cleansers and stuff like that. Um, just a lot of stuff. I, I put a lot of, um, thought into what went into my product line and everything like that. And, and the rest is history. I will talk forever. I'm going to let y'all have it because I'm, I'm really excited about it. <laughs> I'm going to put a little plug right here because, uh, I, I've, I've had a beard now for, how long have I had a beard? A long time. It's been a, yeah. So years. I haven't yeah. I've had a beard for years. If I say how many years, it might tell people how old I am. So I ain't, I'm not gonna say that. Come on. <laughs> but I'll just say for years, and and you know how it is. And I don't know if it's just a, a thing for black men. There's not a lot of products for right. white men uh, grooming out there. So I ever, right. for all the years I had a beard, I was always looking for a good product to use on my beard, and I never found one. Right. So you know, not just because we're family, but really, you know, when you, I purchased right. that product from you, man, it actually worked. And uh, you know, right. it's not crazy. The best smelling product I think I've ever had. Yeah. Hey, I tried to push it out to everybody I know. So we'll definitely be putting a shout out to jasonfell.com, so right? Where you jasonfell.com. Yes, is you know, it really is a great product. All right, move on to the next question. Well, no. So since we're talking about the product line. What are you looking for um, as far as with expansion? Like, what what can we expect with you know, next product, if you can talk or is it, you know. It might be top secret, I don't know. Wait for, yeah. No, it's not. Okay. It's not, um, there, everybody asked me, um, when are you trying to get in, you know, stores, you know, like uh, some of the major chains and the major uh, stores like that. Yeah. And it's it's really, really weird because um, I didn't really, I didn't really want a product line to be massive. And that sounds crazy from a business standpoint. But I honestly created it just for my clients. I didn't know it was gonna. I didn't know I was gonna get clientele out of state. You know, mm -hmm. um, I didn't. I didn't expect any of that. So, so that it's so weird to even think about expansion. Like even having to think about expansion because I created it specifically for me and my clientele. You know, I was like, um, hey, I'm. This is something I'm. You know, I'm. I'm gonna use on y'all. But I didn't think that it would. You know, take off as quickly as it did. But now, um, I'm definitely looking into. Um, you know, getting in the stores. And I've spoken to you know certain people who. You know, like um, mass distribution and everything like that. I've definitely spoken to people like that, and um, I think first though, before I get it out, there's there's a few more different things I want to do. Like um, my products now are are focused, are kind of like beard focused. Yeah. But I, um, I want it to be um all encompassing, such as I want a men's uh, skincare line. Yeah. I want to um, you know, just just all kinds of stuff. And so I think the bigger it gets, um, when it you know when I get a little bit more of those uh, products that I want to bring out. Uh, I, I'm definitely looking at mass distribution and stuff like that, you know, oh. like some uh, some stores. So definitely be on the lookout. You never know what God can do. Man, that's true. Yeah, this so, is my investment strategy, Jason uh, Bell. So here's oh, a, you you mentioned a little bit just now about the you know skincare, and so I know with you being uh -huh. you know a little bit more upscale, talk a little bit about some of the other services that you provide at Jason Bell because it's not just oh come get a haircut or come get your beard trimmed. You know what are some of the other things that you that you're doing? Because I, you know, I looked at the list and I'm like, oh yeah, this is definitely not your traditional, yeah. you know, barbershop. So 
Tell us a little bit about that. Right, right. I love that question because I'm I'm ready to talk about that. So I mean, of course, everybody knows about haircuts, you know, shaves, all of that. But I wanted to again, I wanted to not do the normal services. So let's start with the beard because I mean, uh, pe- most people know my product line, you know, for beard. So with with my beard service, um, like it's not just you coming in and getting a shape up. You know, we we steam your beard. We uh uh just everything. We trim your beard. We do like a um a uh, oh gosh like a, um a deep conditioning treatment. There's just so many things we offer um, as far as beards are concerned. And not only that, um, there's services such as, I do facials, like um, people, I specialize in barbering, but I'm licensed to do so much more. So okay. I'm licensed to do, you know, like uh, facials, I'm licensed to do hair color. I do everything. I, I don't really push, I don't really push all of the things, but there's so many things that I do in the studio yeah. that aren't, you know, in line with what you usually see in the barbering industry. But I'm I'm definitely um, pulling everything like that out, and and as you can see, hair replacement, hair replacement has been one of the big, <laughs> <laughs> and I it's I love talking about it because it's definitely for this area. I'm in the you know I'm we're in the deep south, and so it's definitely been um you know a little bit controversial. It's been um something like okay, like I'm gonna have to step out and all of the controversy, all of the everything. I'm gonna have to take it first. But yeah. I'm ready to go because by the time everybody is willing to deal with that stuff, I'll be miles ahead. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna tell you something. There've been a couple of pictures of the guys I've seen. Their before picture and after, and I'm like, this, this is witchcraft. This is not even that. This is not even talent. This is this. that has to be happening to go this to this. So. And just right, right. And let me say for people who are probably like, why is okay hair replacement? What's the big deal? That don't know. Josh was bald, so and you know, and he right. had like he was bald on Monday and Tuesday he had a full head of hair. So Tuesday had a full head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> hey, won't, won't he do it? <laughs> won't the man do it? God no. Yeah. So I mean, okay. what have there been some really? Uh, well, what, what talk, t- t- I was saying for you asked about the. Tell us about, you know, you were talking about the controversy with the hair replacement. So tell us, you know, kind of how that has changed and, you know, how you work that in your business. So I would say that this has um, hair replacement. First of all, let me tell you how I got into it. Uh, there was a client who came and he was bald, but he wanted like shape up. So we would be using these things called hair fibers. And I was trying to do all I could. You know, just <laughs> I was trying to do all I could. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but at the end of the day, it wasn't up to the standard. You know how you you're doing something, but you you're like you wouldn't be proud of it. I was like, I I've got to find a way to um you know to make this look better. So I was seeing like um I was seeing hair replacement and stuff on you know like on social media and stuff. I was I was like, ain't no way, ain't no way. Like I was like, you know. Who would do that and stuff like that? Because at the time I was I, I was pushing bald and beard and bald and beard, bald and beard. That was me. That was me. Bald and beard and bald and beard and bald and beard. And so when this hair replacement thing came about, I had to kind of change up the whole my whole you know my whole push of what I was like branding and everything. Now I still I still you know promote that of course because I you know I have bald clients and they yeah. you know they're very proud to be bald and everything. So but then I have clients who want hair. So um. Introducing that has been, it's been one of the best, best, um, most difficult things. And the, the weird thing is I, I did it to, so the guy that I was, uh, the guy that I was doing that was receiving so I could help him. And he asked me one day, and this is a really funny story. He said, okay, Josh, when you get yours? I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. He was like, when are you getting yours? I'm like, oh, what do you mean get mine? He, and he asked me something and it, and it changed the whole game for me. Yeah. He said, how are you going to, he said, how are you, how, how are you bald? And you're going to push a service that you wouldn't try yourself and you wouldn't be proud of yourself. I said, Ooh, I said, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, he, he is honestly, he was the first one. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to get six models and I'm going to try the service on six months. I'm not going to charge them anything. I'm going to learn how to do it. I'm gonna, you know, do everything, and so that's he's actually the one who inspired me to get my own. And, and we start, you know, we started with the low one, and then of course your your natural hair still grows, 
Yeah. So, you know, and and we just went into it and it just it just blew up. I'm telling you, like I have clientele from all over. Like um I, I don't know if y'all saw the latest one I posted with Locks. Yeah. yeah. That that's that's a Virginia client. Like yeah. their clients are driving from all over. You would not believe like how many uh I mean just how many men, you know, like want their hairline back or you know, just I mean it's it's amazing. Like it's it's totally changed the game. So so my clientele it, it's blown up because I have so many different kinds. For instance, uh for instance, cousin, you brought my you know, you brought my um product line, you know, but you're you you do not come to me, but that's you're a client from for my product. So I have yeah. a product clientele, I have hair replacement clientele, I have yeah. beard clientele, I have regular client, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. there's so many different clientele, and, and so hair replacement has just totally changed the game. And I'm telling you, like it's it, it is controversial right now because you know anything new. I'm 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 I wouldn't say I'm the first in this area, but I'm definitely the first to push in South Carolina. Like, well, I'll say Florence, South Carolina. I don't want nobody coming after me. And stuff. But definitely, <laughs> but definitely the first one to take it to this level in Florence, South Carolina. I'll say I definitely know that fact. Yeah, to push yeah. it in Florence, South Carolina, um, to this level, and it's you know anytime you start in something new that is. It is controversial. I mean, because you know, like, uh, you, you, it's you know, it's it's something we've never seen before. So anything new, you know, you're gonna you're gonna have your critics. You're gonna have some like that's too much. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like the people who say like you know a critic or whatever, like they'll they'll maybe pay me thirty dollars for a haircut, but the hair replacement clients will pay me anywhere up to five hundred. Yeah. Man, so that's, that's, a, it's, it's, that's a lot right, of work right. you need for that, man. That's pretty good. Listen! <laughs> so, so I'm telling you, so I have learned to just, um, you know, I've learned to just, uh, you know, I'm I'm willing to be a trailblazer. A trailblazer has to, you're going to have to get, you know, I mean, and, and, I, and I, I don't know that people, I, I don't think, you know, I, I carry myself in a way where I try to be a likable, humble guy. So I don't know that there's so many people talking about it, but I know there are some people that say, you know, you know, because they're, they're specifically, uh, you know, Barbara and I talked to you and they said, you know, you know, no thanks. I wouldn't do, you know, something like that. But I'm telling you, like, the clientele is growing at tremendous rates. It's, it's I, 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 like, I have to do a class because I can't take all of them. It's crazy. Man, so now that's a good, that's a good uh, segue into the next question here. Speaking of, you know, training people, like, have you thought about during that? I know we talked about expansion. Have you thought about kind of bringing out a crew? Of a young barber yes. underneath you and having this whole digital yes. studio with more folks coming in soon. That's that's what I want to do. Right now, I'm working by myself, and the only reason I'm working by myself is because, uh, you know, I wanted I want I wanted to wait. It's it's good to expand, but I think you have to expand, you know, really deliberately and meticulously. Like you have to be very meticulous, uh, meticulous, and um, you know, just I don't know. Uh, Really, really, uh, I, I don't know the word I'm mastering all the techniques first, yeah, yeah, right, right. So, right, so, and, and not only that, but um, when people when I have people in here, they, they have to, I don't care if you cut hair really good, you can cut hair really good, but you, you know, maybe you cursing at all your clients. I don't want you, you know, like, I don't want that. There, there's a certain thing I want for my brand. Maybe you're the best barber in the land, you can cut so good, but you know. You don't know how to uh, keep people's business to yourself when your clients tell you their personal stories. Yeah, yeah. It's more than just barbering. It's, you, you know, you have to have integrity. You have to have, you know, be able to be confidential. Like, yeah. even even with my hair replacement clients, nobody, nobody knows who they are. Yeah. Unless they give me, like, unless they give me written or verbal permission, it's, it's not, I don't tell anybody. That's, that's, you know, that's not for me to go say, oh, this is, this is, and this is that. You, know, you just have to, you just have to be at another level of um, driving from integrity. All those places, they definitely don't want anybody to uh, to find out. Right, right, right. But you know, now there's a lot of them want me to show their face, but I don't because I know how social media will eat you up. You hear me? Now yeah. I'm bold about mine. I'm bold about mine because I dare somebody to say something about mine because I say my haircut better than y'all. <laughs> you know, so I got that confidence. You know, I got yeah. that confidence. Yeah, yeah. My clients do too, but this is definitely this is my business. This is you know uh, what I represent. So I def I'm very open about stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I just yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm going all the way across the sea. I'm sorry. It's no, back to you. you know back to you at the studio. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking about you know thinking about you as a businessman. The one thing I thought was was unusual 
is how much of a, of a servant and a helpful entrepreneur you are, you know? Yeah. I've seen you uh, list different steps that other entrepreneurs should take, list things they should avoid. You know, I'm like, in my mind, like, wait a minute, if you're a good one to be a good businessman, you don't give the game up to all the other people who might become right, right. Hey, what kind of explain that to us? Like, why do you feel kind of obligated or, or what is it in your heart that makes you want to help other entrepreneurs out? I will say, I feel there's an obligation. Um, first of all, you know, biblically, when you can help people, you know, you help them. Yeah. But, uh, not only that, because I wish I could say that I was a self-made wonder, but I'm not. There were so many things that were given to me. Like, um, there were so many, oh my gosh, I, I can't even explain the situation about my building. There's there just so many ways that were made for me that were made easy. So, yeah, I, I wish I could say I, I was self-made, but I was not. So many people from the furniture I first started out with, people would like, you know, I would be like struggling to get the furniture and people would say, I want to give you this whole thing because I see what you're trying to do. So, so many people helped me. So many people yeah. said, I see what you're trying to do. You know, like um, when I didn't have the finances and everything, like there were people who poured into me. So I feel like there's an, you know, there's an obligation to, uh, you know, when you've been helped on such a, such a large scale, you have to pour that back into the you know, to the next generation. Am I telling? Am I telling you? Tell you all your trade secrets? Don't be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying yeah. you can open the door of opportunity. You know, like um, you don't. You know, we don't have to. We don't have to. You know, just just be so so competitive. You know, like just just ready to tear the next guy down. Like, and I tell my clients that like um, even um. I didn't come back immediately after the after the industry shutdown that we had in South Carolina for about two months. You yeah. know, I was still doing some stuff here renovating. And because I had like I had created on Facebook, it's called um South Carolina Barbers and Stylists um United. Yeah. And it's actually six hundred professionals wow. in that group. It's yeah. it's right at six hundred professionals. And the fact that I'm not so mean to other barbers when I was out, I had people to like refer my clients to because I wasn't so nasty and say, oh, he he, he can't cut, he can't do that. You know, no, I'm, I'm always complimenting other barbers. I'm sharing their, I'm in this group, I share all of their, all of their work on, I'm like, y'all, this it's, it's only South Carolina based. So I'm like, this is Columbia, y'all look at this amazing cut. This is Dylan, look at this, this Dylan, look at this stylist. This is Columbia, like, you know, like um stuff like that. And um so yeah. because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm able to pour back and I'm able to um, network with people because I'm, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I try, I try to be like a, a really good person as far as, uh, you know, when it comes to dealing with other people in the industry, because there is that they're in, the, in any industry, you know, in yeah. any industry you're in, you, I'm sure the industry you're yeah, working in. It's like a, you know, right, it's a real thin, right, right, exactly. So it's a real thin line between, you know, wanting to be, you know, uh, wanting to be helpful and I'm your, I'm your competitor, but I'm, I'm like, I feel like there's too many people in the world like this. I, I'm only one guy. So if you, I'm, I have the confidence that if you take one of my clients, I'll, I'll get two behind it. Mm -hmm. It's not even that I don't look at things like that. Cause I know what God has, you know, that old song, you know, I'm going to say oh, man. Yeah. God has for me, it is for me. So, and I mean, so I'm, I'm not, I, I'll, I'll give that because I know, you know, what's coming to me. Is mine. You can't have it. Answer my next question because you might be too nice of a bar for this question, though. Because I, my question was going to be, you know, give us the real feedback on if you see one of your clients. You said you couldn't hear a month ago. You see them in the in the mall with a fresh cut. What's your thought? Are you <laughs> are you up somewhere else? Are you just looking at them like, man? Are you kidding? <laughs> no. You know what? I've learned. I've learned. To, um, because I don't like awkwardness, because I never like, you know, you, like, even with me, my, my book is so, and that sounds, that sounds, I, I don't want to sound like I'm so grand, but my book is like, you know, kind of book, kind of far out. So when I see people go to other people, I, I always never think it's something negative within myself, like, oh, he went to another guy. Maybe I could have been booked. Wow. You know, so I, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, like, and I have to realize, like, as I wish other barbers would realize too, like, I don't own anybody. Yeah. And so this whole this whole barber, this whole barber feud against like 
you went to somebody you cheated on that's i can't you can't do it. I can't deal with that because you know, like, hey, go to somebody else. You know, like, and maybe like maybe certain certain people like certain things that I do. Maybe they like something another barber there. So I'm I'm all for it, and I'll even compliment it and not being sarcastic. I'll be like, oh man, that cut is nice. I like that, and then I'll, it's crazy because I'll compliment another like cut that my client got, and they'll like like most of them will come back and say, man, I know I couldn't get with you. Like I'm still coming, and they come back. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I think if you if you're doing what you're supposed to do. As a barber, if you're offering 100%, even if they go somewhere, even if they don't come back, you know, like you're you're you will always have you, you will always have revenue, you will always have clients. You are so it's, you're not hard up for like, oh, I might lose one. I I'll never be like that because I feel like you know I give my best, so I feel like I'll always have you know I'll always have somebody in my chair. So I want to go back just a little bit when we were talking about you helping people and that sort of thing. What do you think is mm -hmm one thing that you wish you had known when you started that you you know kind of learned along the way that you think oh you know what if i had known this when i first started man i could be you know i would have been 10 steps ahead that's great i wish i wish i wish i wish i would have um because i'm such a perfectionist mm -hmm. i would tell future entrepreneurs just start where you are yeah i wasted time and money not opening because I didn't think everything was perfect. Oh, the paint got to be. I, I like. Um, I, you, I don't know if you saw that picture I posted. Like the first design, uh -huh. nobody ever saw that because I designed it again before I opened. Oh <laughs> man, <laughs> that like the yellow paper stripes. No one ever, no one ever saw that. I remember when the shop opened that you were. I was. Right. It was like a year of preparation. I was like, this is gonna be something. Right. Why you designed so many times? Yeah, I was like, this is gonna when, be something else. <laughs> right. So I wish I would tell you know I wish I, I would I could tell myself that you know like, you know everything you, you won't have everything perfect, but the fact that you'll be you know in the industry you can build while you're not where you want to be, and I know a lot of times social media and everything like that makes us want to start at such a grand point, but there is nothing wrong. Um, as the Bible, you know, as the Bible talks about despise not humble beginnings and stuff like that. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with um, you know, starting from the bottom. I mean, you don't have to start from the bottom on the floor where there's holes in you, you know, but yeah. you can you can have modest beginning, you can have, you know, like and I'm you know, like sometimes we're just really hard on ourselves because we compare ourselves to other, but I I wish I would have said, Okay, Josh, no more money in designing. That money can open you up. That money, you know, no, no more money in, and the things that you think, you know, the aesthetics, the the appearance. Just go ahead and put that into opening up. So I think I went kind of far on the, you know, on the looks of things because I'm an interior designer. So I was like, you know, hey, this got to be the bomb. But you know, I, I would tell somebody else, you know, what you have right now is probably enough to get you to where you want to be. And like in that process, you'll get everything you need. You know. So I'm just kind of um, curious when you're talking about, you know, starting and um, like, what does a typical day then look like for you, you know, normally in the in the studio? Like, when do you start? When do you stop? Because I know sometimes you're posting, um, you know, a little late at night. And I know a lot of barbershops are, you know, long clothes. I know a good day is probably doing a couple of those uh, hair um <laughs> a great day right 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 so the weird thing about that is so so my schedule like okay this is like on paper my schedule is from uh 10 to 8. okay like because i don't like getting up too early <laughs> and i was like when i begin to work for myself there's some things i can change i can choose my own schedule yeah. i was like you know i don't want to get up too late in the day but i was like you know i can get up at uh maybe seven or eight you know, I can have some time to, you know, when I get up, it's like, you know, I, I make sure I promote and stuff like that. So from a business standpoint, when I get up, you know, I can post my styles from the, you know, from the previous day and stuff like that. I always get on the um, the the uh, the group that I created and I'm, I'm always posting their work in there, like other styles and barbers I'm posting in there you know, to kind of get us unified. And then um, I go to work at about 10. Now, let's talk about last week. Last week. I was getting off at like I'm telling you, and even with the with the hair replacement that I did with the locks, I, I left my studio from 10 o'clock a.m. I left at like three o'clock in the morning. And yeah, now I, I I don't do stuff like that usually. I don't do stuff like that generally. 
But it, of course, this was holiday weekend, and um, yeah. so it has been a, it has been. There, there are long nights, and I would say like um, it's crazy though. It's crazy though. I feel like um, the only reason I'm willing to do that, and I know I need to rest. Y'all pray for me because I need to be a part of Workaholics Anonymous. But y'all, y'all can understand that. I yeah. mean, y'all are y'all are amazing professionals. Y'all like seriously, y'all are like couples goals. Seriously, both of y'all are like no, seriously, seriously, y'all are couples. Really, really, and that's and that's fact. Like y'all are couples goals. Both of y'all are successful. I mean, stuff like that. So is so you know, as as somebody who's working in an industry that I love, like it's like I I, I it's like I felt like when I was not an entrepreneur, I slaved for other people. Yeah. Like I, I, I worked so hard for other people. I gave all I like I you know I did overtime. So now I'm working for myself and I'm gonna do even more because nobody's making me do it. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's making me nobody's making me, you know, stay up that late. I do it because I want to. And and of course the saying goes, you know, if you if you um if you love what you do, if you do right, you never work right, right, right. You never work a day in your life. And I really feel like that. Like so so definitely, like I mean, even yesterday I, I left here at like maybe twelve. Well, I, I you know I worked yesterday for the holiday. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to work. Uh, I wasn't supposed to work, but I didn't tell my clients in time. But I'm I ordered my sign that says "All Holidays Closed," so it'd be on my door shortly. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so um, but like um, yeah, yesterday I stayed to like twelve. I, I hung out with my family for the um, you know, for the holiday. Then I came back, but I I definitely worked long hours but it's, it's stuff that i i totally enjoy and stuff that i totally feel that i'm being compensated what i should be compensated like i get to choose like what i think i'm worth yeah mm-hmm. i get to choose you know like what what i feel like this service is worth and so if you know if i i, I don't even know how to say it but i i just um I, I definitely work long you know long days but not all the time because um you know i've, I've learned that sometimes you you can't run on fumes you know yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm learning balance. I haven't quite learned it, you know. But as a single man, as a single man, you know, I feel like I if if I can do it, I should do it now before I have a wife and kids. You know, it, it's probably it probably becomes more difficult when I have a family to do what I'm doing. You know, and you got to make some time to find somebody. <laughs> yeah, he's a, okay. We're not gonna talk about the perfection, perfectionist. Oh, oh, oh. That's a different. That's a different. Oh, that's a different conversation. Hey, hey, that's a different now. conversation. Okay, all right. All right. that's good that's good so are you doing like i know and i don't know if that's something that's here a a lot of times typically barbers take off or or even hairstylists mondays so they work um or sundays and mondays that's like their weekend what are your what are your off days that's my weekend sundays and mondays but i I, okay i've yeah sundays and mondays but i found out that I, i don't hardly like the sundays and mondays off because I'm a musician at church, so it's like I play for two churches, and it's, you know, is that really a day off? So I'm going to figure that. I'm going to figure that out, you know, like, um, even though I'm off, I'm working. And so Mondays would technically be my, I would say that's an official day off, but even on Mondays, like, sometimes I, I you know, I, um, I'm still working. But, again, I'm learning. I'm going to learn because I, I don't, it's so weird because you think you have to work all the time, and I think it took it took the industry shut down to let me realize, Josh, your clients will be okay. Yeah. 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 Like, and even financially, you know, um, not going to go into personal things, but I mean, this, this was public. This was, you know, public. Like a lot of the barbers and stylists were, you know, out and financially did not know what they were going to do. And, um, mm-hmm. and, and that's not to say that I was so much better off, but during the pandemic, like, um, you know, I, tr- I tried to, you know, live in a way that, um, you know, I could do some, you know, while we were down, I started my renovations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So right. I was like, you know, like if if I um, I don't know. I feel like if I work and do right, like I can kind of um, I can kind of uh, take breaks a little bit more. And I'm I'm gonna start, <laughs> I'm gonna start finding a balance. Like um, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do better with that because I will work. I just love it. It's just like it's like my peaceful place. It's like a sanctuary here. Seriously, yes. every all my clients say, Josh, every time I walk in here, it's like some of the, this is like one of the best parts of my day because it's like this is a peaceful place. I'm serious. It's really peaceful. Well, I can't wait to get down there myself. Man. I know. Hey, hey, you know. <laughs> so now, tell us if, if for for those who want to find out more about you and your products. We want to make sure we give them easy access to it. I know jchappelle.com is how they can find right, right, the product right. line. 
and um, right. social media is on. You're on right on the platform. Right. Okay, so uh, social media wise, uh, on Facebook, I'm Joshua Williams, and also uh, my studio has a Facebook page, Jay Chappelle Hair Studio, and then on Instagram, I am uh, Mr. Jay Chappelle. Mr. J C H A P P E L L E. Two P's, two L's, two E's. Um, so Mr. J Chappelle at uh Instagram. Um for booking, I'm at styleseat.com forward slash Joshua Williams. Uh at Cash App. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I no, 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 I'm just joking. Hey, I'm, I'm just joking. Just joking but... You never know who might want no, to. No, you never know. You never know. You never know. No, but um, no, but yeah, those those are all my um social media. But mostly jchappelle.com. Yeah. Jchappelle.com is like where you can um, you know, you can get products and and I I do stuff all over social media. So yeah, yeah, I don't have a Snapchat or anything like that. I have one, but I'm not really active on it. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna be re-upping as soon as I run out of my 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 stuff. Hey. Works good, feels good, smells good, smells good. Smell good. Watch out! <laughs> Come on now! Come on! Well, I, I mean, it does. I was like, "Ooh, this is some nice smelling stuff." So I I I love it. I love for him to use it. So yeah, yeah it works. Now this okay, is my last question. I know we were like we wrapped it up. Do you get? I love it. Do you get wives, <laughs> girlfriends, or anybody? You know responded back to you saying you know oh josh oh my god because i mean (laughs) some of those transformations i mean they literally are transformations i see those before and after pictures and not just of i mean the hair replacement that's that's on another level because it's like they walking in you know pv herman and coming out jason Momoa or something like that come on come on come on okay that came out I thought she was gonna struggle to come up with a name, man. So do you get do you get any type of feedback like that from the females on what you do for the males in their lives? They are um I think oh my god, like so yeah, the the women of the wives and the you know significant others of my clients, they have been very supportive. And um even as far as like, you know, product the product line, like, you know, yeah. a lot of the guys buy for themselves, but so many of so many of my clients' wives like buy for them. Like, I mean, even yeah. when it comes to um like hair replacement and stuff, you would you wouldn't believe like some of the wives wanted them to get it. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So like just like a, a lot a lot of a lot of my business is because of like of like the wives, you know, um, I don't want to get, you know, beards to smell a certain way or, you know, um, you know, a lot of it is definitely the, um, my, my clients themselves, but the wives have been very, very influential and, um, you know, just adding to business as far as, you know, like wanting them to be a certain way or just letting them know how, you know, how good the product smells or, or even the hair replacement, like how good it looks. It's just crazy. It's crazy. So yeah. No, so I know why yeah, we would yeah. be, she'd be, she would probably make me try to get this, uh, Hair replacement. Oh. We were down. No! <laughs> she, uh, she, she probably. I wouldn't. I that's mean, funny. But, you know. Okay. All right. Well, that that's all. That's all the questions that we have, Josh. Um, is there anything maybe that you know you have going on that we didn't ask about that you want to fill us in on, or? I well, I will say. Um, I'm about to, well, we didn't talk about this, but I'm about to start, like, now that I've renovated this area, yeah. I'm about to uh, renovate the other side, so, oh, so yeah. hopefully I'm gonna going into another renovation, and it's going to be, like, private suites, because, oh, um, wow. like, uh, you know, what I do is kind of private, so, you know, you wouldn't yeah. want a, a whole group of people waiting in here while you got your, the middle of your head cut out, <laughs> so, you know, you don't want that, so, so I'm definitely going to open, I'm going to open, like, uh, you know, if, if everything goes as planned, I'm going to open, um, you know, barber suites and, and style of suites. And yeah. they're gonna look exactly like exactly like this one, but they're gonna be probably, you know, half the size, but they'll be luxury yeah. suites. So that's that's the next thing. That's the next okay. thing. That that's sounds nice. good. That's, that's nice. Good. All right. You, you may have to just go out on the road and just start re redoing all kind of barber hey. around the country. 
You know, right. wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, redesigning. <laughs> hey, you, I would say you never know. You never know. Thank well, you. I receive it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been awesome talking with you yes. today. Our first guest, and I feel like this was. Hey! Yeah, so the, bar is, the bar is up here now. I don't think we're going to ever get back to this. <laughs> Listen, this has been amazing. Y'all are amazing. Seriously, I just want to say this. Um, yeah. Just knowing y'all and what y'all do, I mean, you know, even the education and everything, like, just everything that y'all have done and everything you've contributed to, like, um, just, oh, my gosh, just, like, um, everything. I don't even know what to say. I'm, I'm losing my words. But y'all are amazing. Like, y'all are really, like, uh, Couples goals, definitely black couples goals. <laughs> Want to be like y'all? I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like we're gonna, we gonna give you a call and like, talk about that. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm I'm serious. I'm serious. Yeah. Like um, because it's it's good to see like um, and it's even in our families, it's been one yeah. thing for me to you know be able to look within you know my first cousins and, and see yeah. such success. That makes you feel like you can do it. Yeah, people who look like you are, are like winning. People who look yeah. like you are making money. Oh yeah, look, making money. Yeah. Listen, I'm. I just want to say that. I want to say that. I want to say that. You know, family you know people. I'm serious. That means something when you can look and see a couple that you know, like you. You can know that every every godly person isn't broke. Every black person isn't struggling. No, we're, you know, like um, one of my clients. He says this thing: changing the narrative. And y'all yeah. have definitely done that. Like, yeah. I mean, like so have you. What, you know, so you. Thank you so much. But uh, again. Again, it's because you know we ride our, our, our you know people like me you know ride the coattails of those we've seen do it you know like so yeah. to see a first cousin be so you know and wife be so successful and you know and family and children be so successful yeah. that's just major and you know carry yourself with you know integrity and, and humility and just everything like that means the world to me so I'm I'm so honored to be on here seriously like I do not take it for granted um y'all y'all are amazing like I, I I'm just it's amazing to just be on here, honestly. Y'all are doing major things. Yeah, so you can, I don't you need, can, you know, yeah. We just, all, all I want you to do is just make sure we're we're on the list to talk to you again <laughs> as you continue to blow up. Because I know that's going to be Listen, stuff. if y'all can make room for me, if y'all can make room for me. We start doing their hair, so uh, we want to come Listen. back to the table and, and uh, have a conversation. <laughs> it's done. Count it done. Count it. I'll fly y'all in. Let me stop. <laughs> I'm gonna, hey, I'll get my secretary to fly y'all in. They're gonna be like, uh, Josh, remember this? <laughs> right, right. All right, Josh. Well, we, so have, we have thoroughly enjoyed this time. So thank you again uh, so much. And um, you know, hopeful that you know business just continues to take off and you know, you continue with your success. Thank you so much. Y'all too, likewise. Love y'all so much. All, All right, right, love man. you. Thank you. All right, come on.